0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. To you, Lord. Jesus said to the Jewish crowds, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. The Jews Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. Just as the living Father sent me, and I have life because of the Father, so also the one who feeds on me will have life because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Unlike your ancestors who ate and still died, whoever eats this bread will live forever. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. This is the bread that came down from heaven. There are many things that I could talk about today, but that's the line that jumped out at me as I was praying with this this week. Especially because today is the fifth anniversary of my dad's passing. And I really feel like it's helpful for all of us to meditate on heaven. And you've heard me say here before, the goal of our Christian life is not to just get to heaven. It's one of the goals for sure, right? We all want to go to heaven. But I think sometimes it's such an abstract distant kind of reality that it doesn't really impact the way we think and feel and behave in our day-to-day life. But I think one of the things that Jesus wants us to take away from this celebration today is a desire of His to literally put heaven into you and into all of us with the Blessed Sacrament, with his real presence. And we got a little snapshot of how he was preparing his people, us, his chosen people, to believe this. Because as we read in that first reading, God literally gave the Israelites bread from heaven. It rained bread from heaven, manna. And that's how they ate. That's how they survived for 40 years. God fed them in a miraculous way with the manna and the the quail, too. So that's literally how they survived, by God feeding them this bread from heaven. And then when you look at the public ministry of Jesus... When he multiplied the loaves and the fish, that was another very concrete sign, miracle that he gave, showing that he had this power to multiply things of nature, like bread. And then we read today in the gospel from John chapter 6. And all throughout John chapter 6, there are signs and wonders. There is the multiplication of the loaves and fish. Jesus walking on water, calming the storm at sea. And then he gives this bread of life discourse. So this is his most detailed description of what he was going to do with his body and blood, leaving us his real presence in the Eucharist, in Holy Communion, the Blessed Sacrament. We have all these names for Jesus' real presence. We have all of these different ways of referring to him because it is so rich and it's mysterious at the same time. But we believe as Catholic Christians That Jesus Christ, the second person of the Trinity, is really, truly, substantially present. Body, blood, heart, and soul, and divinity. After I, the priest, consecrate the bread and wine, what is just bread and wine as it's brought forward, is literally transubstantiated. That's the fancy word that theologians finally gave to this reality That has always existed since the Last Supper, when Jesus first instituted the Eucharist. And so, what appears to be bread and wine is actually something very different. It's been transubstantiated, it's changed. The substance of that bread and wine has changed because of the power of the Holy Spirit and the prayer of the priest. And so it's God's way of bringing heaven down to us. It's God's way of connecting heaven and earth. It's God's way of being in communion with his bride. He's the divine bridegroom, Jesus Christ. The divine bridegroom is able to unite himself with his bride through this blessed sacrament. Because he couldn't stand going to heaven and not being in touch, literally, with his bride, with all of us. So he wanted to have this kind of communion, this kind of intimacy, really. He wanted to have this kind of intimacy with us as a foretaste of our intimacy with him in heaven. Because what we experience here on Earth is just that. It's, it's a little taste of what is to come in heaven. You might remember me telling you the story about when my dad and, and he was dying in hospice, and he asked me, "Am I dead already?" <laughs> I said, "No, Dad. Not yet. But when you die, you will be more fully alive." Than you have ever been before. As I've said it here before. What we experience here. Is like watching a black and white TV. How many of you watched black and white TV growing up? Right? Okay. Now the kids are like, what is that? Yeah, we used to have black and white TVs. So what we experience here. Is like watching black and white TV compared to the high definition three dimensional or four you know what we're going to experience in heaven is something altogether different but the most amazing thing about heaven will just be the presence of God that will pervade everything in a super abundant kind of way including our very bodies we will have these glorified bodies that will literally be filled with the presence of God. In a way like here, we don't quite experience. Although we believe and we know that we are temples of the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ himself comes to us in Holy Communion, we still have to work through the veil of faith. But I encourage you to keep making acts of faith. Because I believe the more that we make these acts of faith in the presence of the Lord, he increases our faith. For example, how many of you, when I elevate the host and the chalice say a little prayer like, my Lord and my God, how many of you do that? Yeah, a number of you. That's a good little practice. When the priest elevates the host, when I, and you know I like to hold it for a few moments, right? It's so that you can have a moment of adoration and make an act of faith. My Lord and my God, I believe that's you. I know my exterior senses don't tell me that, but my faith tells me that. And as you do that, as you make those acts of faith, the Holy Spirit will touch your spirit and confirm that for you. I was in adoration this morning. I I do an hour of adoration every morning because I have the Blessed Sacrament in my house. It's pretty easy, right? All I have to do is walk down the stairs and there I am in the chapel, adoration, boom. So I admit, it's really easy for me. But there I am and I was remembering too that today is the anniversary of my dad's passing. So I just imagine myself in heaven with my dad and the Lord. And the angels and the saints, are just the, blue, the beauty and the glory of heaven. And I just made an act of faith in the real presence of Jesus. And how he loves to just be with me there. And I start to cry. Because it felt so true to me. The Holy Spirit was communicating to me the truth of that reality. And so I come to know it then in a way that's much more real and much deeper than I could ever come to know by just reading about something in a book. So it's experiential knowledge that God wants to communicate to us through the Holy Spirit. I like to say that's the Holy Spirit's job. And he does a good job of it when we give him a chance. And when when you make an act of faith, you're giving the Holy Spirit a chance to confirm the truth of what Christ said. In fact, I'm paraphrasing, but at the Last Supper, Jesus said, When I send you the Holy Spirit, the paraclete, the advocate, he will remind you of everything that I said and not just remind us, but he will actually help us to know it and not just up here, but to know it experientially in a deep, profound way. And so then the things of faith become truer to us than the things that we actually even get to see and touch because it goes beyond that, it's supernatural. It's supernatural, which means it's above nature. And we get in touch with the supernatural through faith and the power of the Holy Spirit. So that is what we have to activate in order to appreciate what's going on here. (laughs) What's going on here, right? There's a lot going on here that doesn't meet the eye. But when we look with eyes of faith all kinds of things open up to us here. How many of you have seen that little video about the mass where the editors of the mass they fill in all kinds of angels and saints. Yeah, I forget what it's called, but you ought to look it up. Right? It's like the mass from heaven's perspective. And with, you know, modern video technology editing equipment and so on, we can fill in those things, right? But there's all kinds of stuff happening here, especially during the consecration. So we can look with eyes of faith and believe and allow the Lord, allow the Holy Spirit to confirm it for us. So as you receive Holy Communion today, know that you are touching heaven and heaven is touching you. So you don't have to worry about getting to heaven today. Heaven is coming to you. How about that? And then that takes away all fear of dying. I'm actually looking forward to dying. I don't know about you, right? But I can't wait to go to heaven. Right? Because I've already experienced it a little bit here on earth. And I know it's much, much better. Like watching high-definition TV compared to black and white, it's much better, right? Right? Nobody wants to go go back to black and white TV after you've seen High Definition. And so we don't want to keep sliding back into living a mundane life without faith. But rather, let's ask the Lord to increase our faith today so that we can live a more abundant life even here and now, and be very much prepared and, and hopeful and excited about the life that awaits us in heaven. Amen.